Hey y'all, and welcome to the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. My name is Morgan Bartell, and I'm so glad that you're here. On this podcast, I share my passion for all things motherhood, marriage, homemaking, homeschooling, and biblical womanhood, and all the things in between. My prayer is that when you listen to this podcast, that you feel encouraged and inspired to cultivate your own heart and home to pursue the goodness of God in all that you do. Welcome to this week's podcast, you guys. I am so excited to share a goal that I have reached. Now, if you follow me on social media, you may have seen it, but I decided to set the goal for 2023 to read 24 books over the course of the year. That basically whittles down to two books a month. Like it doesn't seem that hard, right? Everyone's busy. Everybody has things going on. So I wasn't quite sure if I was going to be able to do it, but setting that goal of two books a month felt like it was still something that would both challenge me, but also be attainable. And as the year went on, I felt like I did really good the first half of the year, you guys. And then I feel like it just kind of dwindled. I don't know what it was, but I hit a slump. And then it felt like I threw a Hail Mary pass and was like, let's go. So I am so excited to say that as of the beginning of November, I have finished and completed all 24 books. I am so excited. Now I have done a previous podcast episode about books that I have read so far. I believe I posted that back in early June and I had done books one through 14. Now, if you want to hear a little bit more about what I read during that half of the year, I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. I will be completely honest. The last half of the year was met with some not so great books. But some of them were those books that your friends recommend or that are kind of trendy or people on social media that you follow and highly admire have published. So you want to support them. And so I am just going to get down to the nitty gritty with this. I will preface all of this by saying, no, I did not read the hard copies of each of these. Some of these books that made it onto my list were audiobook format. I choose to listen to a lot of audiobooks while I'm doing housework, while I'm getting dressed, whenever we are doing a road trip for my husband's bowling tour. That is just what we do. And so I have found that to be such a good time because the boys do so well traveling. So that means a lot of the time we have just the ability to fully focus on whatever we're listening to. And so I feel like that is a great time to do an audiobook. But without further ado, let's get into those last 10 books that I did to complete this year's challenge. Number 15 was How We Got Our Bible by Chuck Missler. This one was very small. Did this one on the Hoopla app. It was free but I felt like it was a really good book. I love any kind of book that goes in depth with how we got our modern day Bible, how it began, what the struggles were, what the challenges were, what the successes were. And I felt like Chuck Misler did a really good job. Coming in at number 16 is P.S. It's Gonna Be Good by Heidi Lee Anderson. Oh, okay. I will say this book, the content, everything like that, the conviction, the encouragement was wonderful. I did feel like the author, every other sentence was like, come on, girlfriend. I don't mind being called girlfriend by my friends, but having an author on an, and this one, I did an audiobook as well, say it over and over and over. I don't know. It just felt very weird to me and it felt a little forced at times, but the book and the content was so good that after a while I was just like, you know what? I got to get past it. Very good book. I do recommend that one. 
And then at number 17, another Chuck Misler book, Return of the Nephilim. I, at this point, whenever I did this book, it was a quick and it was a quick read. I will say that it was fascinating though. I am addicted to reading the Old Testament. It's one of my favorite places to hang out in the Bible. With my human perspective, trying to wrap my head around the Nephilim has always been a challenge. And I felt like Chuck Misler put a lot of verbiage and understanding out there that helped me grasp the concept of that account a bit better. Number 18 was Hard Sayings by R.C. Sproul. And I would rank this one in my like top five of this year's books. I loved the fact that R.C. Dr. R.C. Sproul is a theologian. He loves the Bible. He is a Bible teacher. He took some of the most challenging verses in scripture and shows how to navigate those tough texts, both in the Old and the New Testament. And it was so cool to see what that did towards my own understanding of not only the scriptures, but of God. Now, number 19, The Feasts of Israel by Chuck Misler. Once again, another quick read. These are ones, any of them by Chuck Misler were ones that were done on the Hoopla app. And most of those, I believe, were two hours or less for the audiobook. But The Feasts of Israel is about as interesting and theologically sound as you can find, in my opinion. I have read Celebrating the Biblical Feasts, another great book. But The Feast of Israel, I felt like, gave a little bit more of a cultural context to every single one of the feasts that we learn about. And it is just, oh, I love that kind of stuff. I nerd out on that kind of stuff. I recommend that. I know some people aren't huge fans of Chuck Misler, and I'm, I fully respect that. Again, not every book that I read is going to be a book that resonates with you and vice versa, which leads me into number 20, Raised to Stay by Natalie Runyon. Okay, if you've seen the little black boxes on Instagram, she is so full of wisdom and godly insight. I I have loved her forever. I have followed her. I feel so encouraged when those little black boxes pop up. It's one of those she has created and cultivated such a beautiful community with the Lord over on that space. But my unpopular opinion, guys, I did not like this book. <laughs> I tried so hard. I listened to this one as well with my husband while we were on our way to Baton Rouge. And oh my gosh, you guys, I tried. I tried so hard. I would go back and re-listen to things because I was trying to make sure that I wasn't just like listening to it with, with earmuffs on or a preconceived notion, or maybe did I misunderstand what she was saying? I thought it would be more familiar to the little black boxes over on her Instagram, not necessarily so much her journey in ministry. And while that was a beautiful one, her testimony is powerful. I felt like it was very self-focused and I didn't really feel like there was a lot of meat that you typically see in her writing. So that's my unpopular opinion. I know many friends loved that book. It just wasn't one for me. Then number 21, Becoming a Woman Who Listens to God by Sharon Janes. I wasn't super familiar with Sharon Janes, or at least I didn't think that I was. I was not aware that she was part of the Proverbs 31 ministry with Lisa Tierkirst. And I absolutely adore her writings. I felt like she wrote in a way that you could feel the biblical womanhood coming off of the pages, but she was fierce. She wasn't timid. And it was so obvious in her writings. And I loved becoming a woman who listens to God for the sheer fact that I was so highly convicted in everything that I've been doing in my life. Am I truly pausing to stop and wait for the Lord? Am I truly pausing my own thoughts, my own motives, my own selfish viewpoints to seek the Lord first. Even though I won't be able to quote this book 
years down the road, I can say with confidence that this is one of those books that will have impacted me and I will carry into the future in terms of forming new habits to really rest and rely on God. Number 22, A Woman's Secret to a Balanced Life. This one is from Lisa Cheerkirst and Sharon Janes. I have nothing bad to say about this book, but I will say I didn't find it to be super riveting either. Not every book that I read this year and not every book that I read in the future is going to be a home run, and that's okay. I did feel like this one was good. Like I said, it was good. It wasn't one of those books where I was like, I can't wait to share this with somebody or, oh, that's good. I need to save that. I need to write that down. But it was one of those that it was a, it was just a lighthearted read in my opinion. Number 23, His Needs, Her Needs by Willard F. Harley. Oh my gosh, you guys. I have heard this book referenced in so many other podcasts that I listened to. I have heard it referenced in other books that I have read throughout this year. So I was like, I have got to read this one for myself. This one was good. It was super practical and it covered so many marital issues and challenges that couples face. It covered them in a way that was not only biblically sound and practical, like I said, but that was scientific as well. I like to know the ins and outs and the whys to the way things work, including us. I like to know the way that a man differs from a woman down to a chemical and hormonal factor. And this book went into it. There are so many things and nuggets of wisdom that I've gained from reading this book that I have already started applying in my own marriage. And I can't wait to see the fruit that comes from that. I think every couple needs to read his needs, her needs. And number 24 to complete my 2023 reading challenge was The Characters of Christmas by Daniel Darling. Now, as soon as October 31st passed, I have been in full on holiday mode, which means most of the books that I'm going to read throughout the remainder of this year are going to be Christmas or Advent based. I've got several that I have on my shelf just waiting to be read and I can't wait. But number 24, The Characters of Christmas by Daniel Darling was so slow at first, you guys, and it felt very redundant. But by the end of the book, it was so good. I enjoyed it so much by the time the book was wrapping up. I honestly think that it was just, it was a fun one. In this book, it goes back and recounts all the different accounts of the characters involved in the Christmas story. Everything from Mary and Joseph to the wise men, to the shepherds, to the angels, to Abigail and Simeon. It was, it was beautifully done. And like I said, at first it felt very slow. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get into this one. And I am not scared of putting a book down or starting a different audiobook if I am just not into it or if I get a red flag in my spirit. And I didn't get either of those. So I decided to push through and listen to it. And I am very glad that I did because it was a pretty good book. There you have it. That's all the books. It's book overload. All the bibliophiles said, amen. This is something we all love. For those of you who aren't huge book people, if you've listened to this point, you're the real MVP. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm so pumped too. Moving forward from this point on until the end of the year, we are going to be talking all things holiday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, preparing our hearts and our homes for the Christmas season, how to really build good, solid, God-based traditions that honor the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, all sorts of fun stuff. There are so many fun things in store for Bloom Wildly Live Simply. I've got so many fun printables that will be available and those will be free on the website here shortly. So make sure to check back frequently. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. Again, my name is Morgan Bartell, and I want to invite you to join me over on my socials. You can find me over on Instagram at, at Morgan Bartell. And if you're looking for a good weekly devotional, I invite you to visit bloomwildlylivesimply.com to sign up for my weekly Devo. You will receive a 10 minute or less devotional sent straight to your inbox every single Thursday morning. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week.